Hi, everyone. Thanks uh, for tuning in to the next edition of Pubs with Blue Marble Space Institute of Science. I'm here with Dr. Sanjoy Som, who uh, published a paper in the journal Space Policy titled An International Symbol for the Sustained Exploration of Space. So, Sanjoy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Jacob. It's great to be here. So tell us a little bit about this, an international symbol for space exploration. What do you mean by that? Well, it's, it's come to my attention and to others as well that bold space exploration beyond low, low Earth orbit is one that will have to be international just because of the associated costs that come with that. Uh, a bold mission recently was the Russian mission to land on the Martian moon Phobos and bring back a sample. And it was underfunded and it did not leave Earth orbit before crashing back into our atmosphere. So any kind of bold aspect in terms of space exploration we will require an international partnership. And just looking ahead in time, it feels natural that uh, a common symbol should be used to highlight the fact that space exploration long term will be an international effort. Okay, and so the symbol that you've proposed in this paper is the blue marble. So you know, maybe tell us a little bit about the blue marble and why you chose that as a symbol. Sure. So it's, there's three main reasons why the blue marble is, uh, is ideally suited for an international symbol. Um, the blue marble is the picture that was taken by Apollo 17 astronauts when they were returning from the moon, and it's the first picture of the entire Earth. It's actually quite a spectacular picture, and it, you, you can see it it's in, in the media and elsewhere. And so having Earth as a symbol shows that astronauts are ambassadors of planet Earth first, be, before they are ambassadors of their own countries, and I think that's a good way to think about it. Secondly, it needed to be a symbol that anyone can relate to, regardless of their ethnicity, of their nationality, or their religious beliefs. And finally, it really needed to be a symbol as such. So it couldn't really be some kind of design that someone can claim ownership of. Um, it's open to the public. It's, anybody can do anything with it. And thus, it's, it's, it has a very symbolic power in that it was taken by a human being. And another nice symbolic aspect is that the continent that's shown is Africa, which is where humanity was born. And um, so some people disagree with with that aspect in the sense that, well, it shows Africa, it doesn't show my, my country, right? And there are the two aspects with what one can discuss here is that one, one shouldn't see Africa in that picture, because that's an artificial representation of the continent. What we really, really are seeing in that picture is just a continental landmass like any other. There's no borders in space, right? Right, exactly. It's to, the, the concept of a border is really artificial, and it's not something that you see when you see a picture of Earth from space. And, but so there are alternatives that we could use, right? We could also uh, use Earth and taking, and for example, an astronaut from Europe would be able to wear the symbol where Earth shows Europe as opposed to Africa, if that causes some sensitivity issues. But, sure. So there's the first blue marble image that was taken on Apollo, but then there's a lot of images taken since then that would serve a similar purpose. Right, right. And those, those other images are taken by satellites, or they're not as symbolically powerful, I think, but they would be perfect alternatives. I see. I see. So the idea would be that rather than a space race like we maybe had uh, in the race to the moon, that space exploration in the future would hopefully be more of a cooperative effort for the planet and humanity as a whole. That's the idea, yeah. But another part of that symbol is that you don't need political partnership for 
it to still be used, right? So for example, suppose that uh, for the case of argument, uh, China returns to the moon first, right? And they will undoubtedly plant a Chinese flag. And everybody in China will be super excited about it, right? And us others who are not Chinese will be like, hey, great, you know, that's a great accomplishment, but, you know, we didn't really feel part of it. But suppose that China plants the blue marble flag there. Everybody in China will be super excited about it. Everybody in the world will know that China accomplished it. But by putting a symbol that symbolizes an entire planet, they will, I think, be able to gain a lot more support in their endeavors. I think so. And just as you're talking, I realized that planting the blue marble flag isn't really going to require much political agreement or treaties or anything, since it's not a symbol of any existing governmental body. Exactly. I mean, that's why it has a very powerful and cheap symbolic uh, power to bring people together and get them excited about space exploration. I agree. It's very powerful. So tell us a little bit about how uh, the blue marble as a symbol is being used today. So it's not much, unfortunately. The reason being uh, space exploration strategies today are often taxpayer-funded, and thus the national agencies represent their own, put their own flag on their astronauts and space exploration hardware, which is totally understandable. And I want to emphasize that we're not trying to replace the national flags. We want to add to it. We need to make the statement that work well astronauts are working together in space, for example, on the International Space Station, uh, for example, young people looking up at those astronauts and reading all the headlines about how the world is tearing itself apart in, back on land, in space you have people from different ethnic origin, nationalities, religious beliefs that are working together under the same symbol. So that would be, I think, very extremely powerful, but it's, it's it's, we still have a ways to go before that's being adopted. And uh, we did manage to fly the flag on the space shuttle uh, on STS-135. I think that was like two years ago, but it was that's still st it was stored in the, in the shuttle compartment but, <laughs> um, because they didn't have time to, to release it. But we're, we're, we're getting there. And we've spoken it's to... It's been in space. Yeah, it's been in space, exactly. And we sp we've spoken to a few astronauts, and uh, they're excited about it. But it really has to be a bottom-up grassroots effort. I don't think a top-down one is currently feasible in this political atmosphere that we live in. I think you're right. That's true for a lot of things. And uh, So the grassroots effort, uh, how can we get involved? How can we you know, help promote this idea of the blue marble as a symbol for space exploration? So one aspect we could do is really leverage the power of social networks. I mean, find, we have a group on Facebook. Uh, search for One Flag in Space. Find us, like us, and then share it with your friends. Contribute pictures to our efforts. So if you go on our website at www.oneflaginspace.org and click on their efforts, you will see a slew of pictures that people have taken with the blue marble all over the world. So from Antarctica to Greenland to Africa to all the continents. And this, these pictures, more than 100 of them, highlight the fact that the blue marble is comfortable in any kind of situation. It doesn't matter where on Earth it is. And we can strengthen that pool of pictures by just spreading the word and having people send them to us. Um, if you know anybody in space agencies, and it doesn't matter which space agencies, how big they are, pitch the idea. I mean, there's a lot of information on our website that you can use. And if you like it, you know, contact us at uh, oneflaginspace at gmail.com. So one as a numerical one, flag in space in one word at gmail.com. And we can brainstorm on other ways to, to spread the word. So it's really a grassroots effort. And... 
I mean, it, it, I think it will come to reality. I mean, if you think at all the sci-fi shows um, that highlight uh, the future of humanity in space, take Star Trek, for example, you, you hear about Earth as one in, exploration, in exploring space, right? You don't hear about the different nationalities. It's always Earth as a united has a united front when exploring space. And that's kind of the message I want to give here. Like, I, we believe that a more united space exploration would yield a more productive space exploration just because of shared resources and assets in developing bold space missions. And they have to be bold to really make an impact. Yeah, and just real space exploration is costly and also requires a significant investment of time and uh, human power. I think I completely agree that it's going to require the effort of the entire planet and all of humanity to really make some significant uh, strides in space exploration. Yeah, in addition to that, it could stimulate a lot of different industries to work towards this project. It has a bunch of uh, economic factors that I think would, investors would find strongly appealing. And it's, it's coming to that. There's a lot of commercial space companies that are coming up right now that will take advantage of this economic niche. So we're working towards it. It's just a matter of how strongly we can make the statement and how soon we can adopt an international front in exploring space. Yeah, and what better way to show that you're working for the good of humanity than the symbol of the blue marble? I think it's great. Cool. Thanks. Thanks a lot for being on the show. Hey, thanks a lot.